0: What's up? Today's episode is about training when you don't want to train. This is the Open House Podcast with James Tatum. This podcast is about conversations that we have in the gym, everything from training methods, technique, massage, and other odd topics that come up. So make sure you subscribe, leave a review, any of that stuff. It is greatly appreciated. It helps us out. So getting right into it, it's just me today. Uh, Training when you don't want to train. This is You know, this is something that comes up whether you're starting or, you know, you're in the middle of it and, you know, something changes. You get out of your habit or you just get kind of burnt out or something and you just don't want to train. So what do you do to uh, just continue to train? Because that's really how you get strong. You just stay consistent. Year after year, you stay consistent. But the goal isn't to just be like miserable as you're going through it and just trudging through and hating every minute the goal is, you know, that there's going to be days like that, but, uh, ideally you want to enjoy it. And usually once you get started, you're always happy that you went in and did it. You know, once you, uh, you know, all of the, um, uh, endorphins and stuff that get released, once you start being active is, uh, is huge. And it's just hard to do it beforehand. So like, that's the, that's probably the biggest thing is just make sure you get out there and you get started. And a lot of times that you'll find out that, uh, just by starting, a lot of times you'll finish. Even if you don't finish, just telling yourself, hey, I'm going to go out, I'm going to get started. If I don't feel it, I don't feel it. But I'm going to go in, I'm going to get warmed up, I'm going to do the bar. You know, just have that. Just say one set or one exercise or whatever it is that needs to needs to be to get you out and just to get started. Because then a lot of times, once you finish that first set or that first exercise, you might be like, all right, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. I can actually do this. So, when you don't want to train, that's a good technique to kind of trick yourself into doing it. Because you really, what you want to do is you want to create a habit and you want to be consistent with that habit. So, there's a couple different ways that you can create that habit. You know, finding training partners is huge. And this is a kind of a specific one. So, finding a system that is already set up instead of starting your own. So, this one's kind of interesting. You know, you get this idea, you have this specific plan, you're like, all right, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna find people to work out with, and then you start kind of reaching out and you know everyone's schedule doesn't really work and you're like, oh, we were gonna do this and this. And uh, you end up you just training alone at uh, whatever time they say, you know, they say your time is at after work at 530. And there's no one else there training with you. And you know that kind of sucks because maybe you know different people are on different schedules. But a good trick to do is to find a system out there. That uh, has already been established, and then moving your schedule around so that you can fit into their system. Because you could just keep fighting that system and just keep trying to work and kind of build up your own training environment. Um, but you know, it's a lot of work, and sometimes it's easy to give up. So if you're not prepared to do all of that work to set up like a consistent and kind of like be the leader of of uh, your training group you know, find a system that's already there. And then, you know, somebody else has already gone through all that. And, uh, then you'll be able to kind of just join right in and be consistent with it. That's why I really like, um, you know, having, uh, having like group training times. I think that, uh, it makes it a lot easier to have your, uh, training partners there. And you just, you know, that's just what you do. You go in and you train with your training partners, the, uh, like a, like a team practice time, uh, CrossFit does a pretty good job with this with like, um, you know, class schedules and stuff, because you're not going in there just arbitrarily into Gold's gym to do your curls and bench press. You know, you're going in there and there are people there that should be expecting to see you. And then if they don't see you, they'll remember and they'll ask you next time, like, Hey, you know, you weren't at, uh, you, I, I don't think they call it practice. I don't know what CrossFitters call it. Um, whatever it is, but you have some people there to hold you accountable. So in weightlifting, you know, that's something that you can do. Just go find a system of weightlifters that are already training and just kind of join their group and have somebody to train with. And I think that, uh, that is a good, a good way to go about it. <clears throat> that's a lot easier to uh, stay consistent just to join another system. So a couple other things, you know, motivation. I just wanted to touch on that. Motivation is fleeting. It's not really, um, you're not going to be motivated nonstop. That's, you know, motivation gets you started. You know, habit is what keeps it going. So really keep that, you know, keep that uh, that focus on maintaining the habit, even if you don't want to, you know, if you're not feeling rough, just maintain that habit, go in and get started. If I just going into the gym and getting started and doing a bar, even if you do just stop at that one exercise, you have still created and maintained that habit of going to the gym and uh, doing stuff. So that habit is huge. So motivation does have a place though. You know, it's you know, it's it's not important to rely on motivation, but it's it's also important not to just disregard motivation and being like, ah, oh, motivation's not important, habit is where it's at. Uh motivation is what can make it more enjoyable. You know, it's uh if motivation comes around, take advantage of it. It's just kind of like a it's kind of like a a free gift that's been dropped into your basket and you're like, oh, all right. I just got a free gift. That's awesome, you know. Take advantage of that time when you're feeling extra motivated. You just watch Rocky and you want to go, you know. I don't know. I, I don't want. I'm a weightlifting coach, so I don't want you to start running and doing any of that Rocky shit. I want you to do uh, like lifting weights. So let's pick a different movie other than Rocky. Let's say you watch. Um, let's say you watch the World Championships, or you're watching like hook grip YouTube videos or something, and you're all motivated. And then you're ready to come in and you're ready to go lift some weights. We don't want you to uh, go run upstairs and all that crap. So, uh, you know, if motivation comes, take advantage of it and, you know, funnel that into your training. And motivation can come in a lot of different ways. It could come, you know, from, uh, you know, watching someone else. uh, It could be some internal motivation, you know, whatever it is. Take advantage of it when it comes, uh, but do not rely on it. The next thing is uh, accountability. There's a, th- there's like two types of accountability that you can kind of, I don't even know if these are exacts. I was just trying to like think of terms for this type of accountability and this is what popped into my head. There might be more, but this is, uh, this is all I could think of right now. So visual accountability and then social accountability. So visual accountability is almost like self-accountability. Uh, and it's not things that you just don't want to like internalize it, just writing things down, you know, print out a calendar and write on your calendar on your refrigerator, like, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you are training, you know, it's on your calendar. It's on the schedule. I don't know some people don't do printed calendar or some people do like, um, you know, make an appointment for yourself on your, uh, on your Google calendar so that it's, it's on the schedule. You're doing it. You, um, you're not going to skip it. You know, you wouldn't skip a phone call with, uh, I don't know. I was going to say your mother, but I guess some people will skip phone calls with their mother, but they shouldn't. So you get, uh, you get your accountability on there and you make it like an appointment and you don't skip that appointment and you make it three times a week. Uh, something else that you can do with that is just making it a checklist. You know, checklists are really good to do with uh, process goals. And it's just something that you can, you know, achieve, you know, at the, you can have it on your, on your uh, refrigerator and just have it there and just say like, all right, did I, you know, whatever your goals are. Did I eat breakfast today? Oh, check mark. Did I work out today? Check mark. Did I, you know, stretch for 15 minutes? Check mark. Just giving yourself a check mark and just a little things like that that you can give, uh, you know, feel some success. Something that you're accomplishing every day. Uh, it, it really makes a difference. So giving yourself a, a a checklist of working out so you can just check off like, hey, I worked out. Boom, this is done. And actually physically doing it like checking the box does make a difference. So uh, social accountability would be more like uh, like training partners. You know, it's that person asking you like, Hey, you weren't training the other day. Like what's up And you are like, they don't even have to say that you could just know that your training partners are there and that they would notice that you did not come into the gym. Uh, and then, you know, that's a, that's a powerful thing right there. It's just, you know, uh, social accountability. Um, and, Me and my wife were talking about this and we were talking about, uh, you know, I said, where does social media fit in there? And she was like, oh, it's kind of like both because I guess it's just how you do social media. So you could either like, uh, she said one of her friends had a goal to uh, work out for 30 minutes a day for, I don't know what it was, like a month or something. And so her checklist of doing that was she would post a picture uh, at the end of her workout every day for 30 days. So like to her by posting that picture, it was the checklist. You know, that was like, boom, got it. I checked it off today. I posted my picture. I worked out today. Let's move on to the next thing. And, uh, so that's kind of like that visual accountability. And that's also kind of the social accountability too, because you're putting it out there on social media and your, um, your social media friends are, you know, seeing it and they're like, all right, he's being consistent. Uh, would they really know if you skipped a day? Probably not just because of the, uh, you know, the influx of, uh, information and people are taking in every day, but they could. And for that reason, it, it makes it a little bit better so that you're, uh, you're socially accountable to post that picture every day. Uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of different other ways to be accountable a lot of other techniques, uh, whatever they are, you can look them up or if you got a good one, you know, shoot me a message. Let me know what you got something that works well for you. And, uh, yeah, maybe we'll mention them on the podcast next time. That is all I've got today. Just, uh, a few little quick tips about training and, uh, training when you don't want to train and how to just keep on doing it. So that is it. Thanks for listening to open house with James Tatum. Make sure you subscribe now, write that review, Apple podcast. I need some more reviews. That would be a huge help. And, uh, that's it.